Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of Crossing Swords. As always, I'm Andrew. And I'm Jake. That's it, just a normal intro this week. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, you don't do like a big thing anymore like you did when we first started. So every time you're like, yeah, just me, just Jake this week, I'm like, what do you mean? It's the same well, as do every you know other week. Like, sometimes I used to, like, they would come to me. You know, like an apparition. Did you ever like sit down and pre? No, I never them. would sit down and pre. It, I mean, I didn't. I didn't like. I'd never sit down and plan it. But you'd have like. But an sometimes idea something would come to me, head. and I'd be like, "Oh, that'd be good. I'll keep. I'll write that down." Yeah. Um, and then do you know what? Half the time now, sometimes like just gods were speaking to you like a burning bush, and I'm not talking about. Do you know what? Funnily enough, that's cleared up now. Yeah. So that's all right. That's a good uh, dose of antibiotics that's cleared that right up. That and your chest infection. So. Two for one. Honestly, that's why. That's how I like it. I like my doctors to just go one pill, knock it all out. Yeah, yeah. it works well. For Venereal me. disease, chest infection, everything. It's anything, why. Really. It's why I mostly drink like paint thinner. I yeah. kind of find it just clears the system. <laughs> I mean, all you could do at Donald Trump advises, which is just inject bleach. Inject bleach. I've yeah. tried that. Really? How did I that have go? the whitest bum hole you have ever seen in your and life. That- I was do you know what? Funny what enough, when you I actually, bleach, I actually do have a really white bum hole, but because I've got How that skin, you know that? I've got that skin pigmentation thing. How do you know that? I don't, I've seen my bum hole. How? You've never seen your bum. Only the only time I've seen my asshole that I can ever remember was when was it you who took a photo of it? To so send I to can't someone? remember, but I was present when a photo of it was yeah, taken. That's the only time I can recall actually seeing my bum hole. I had um, I think I mean, I've happened a few times. Like you get like a little nick or or a spot or something and you're like what the fuck is that and you kind of you know you bend over your anger yourself to have a little look i mean i'm not that flexible there's far but too much have, in the way i do have that i'm not just talking I do about have my that, knob i do have that skin pigmentation thing around and it tends to congregate around so my nether an regions albino oh, no, no. so my nethers if we're going to get really technical on this, i really and want this is to honestly that's true this instead of your normal like I don't know, monologue at the beginning. This seems to be the new crossing my, swords thing. The, the, the first length of my nethers <laughs> is... Um, <laughs> Are we talking about penis? Yes. Are we talking about the land? We're, no, we're talking about penis. Oh, right, okay. So the penis itself... Tell me when. Um, well, no way, bro. Come about on. there, you know. Oh, wow. Uh, that's what <laughs> I tell people. Do you mean the real figure or what is I tell people? Is that why you're struggling at the moment? Just no one says it can fit. Yeah. I bet it can't. It's too big. It's too much for me. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. You need a lot but of length. Sorry, you were talking about your length. So the length is generally pretty tanned. Yeah. Despite the fact that it's never been it's never seen the sun. I think most rarely. men's penises it's very, it's are very darker tanned. than their natural and then skin tone. What it is is like the How landing strip. How tanned are we talking from like I don't know. You've been out in the sun a bit too long. Someone who's been someone who's been living in the med for a couple of years, wow. you know, a okay. few years, is, and has acclimatized. It's very tanned. So it's a natural tan. And then, <laughs> and then I kind of like then on the balls, it really starts to get. They're like different colours. Right. It's like half of it's tanned, and it kind of then some of it's really pale white, like proper albino pale white. Yeah, you get those people, don't you? That sort of yeah, have the skin a, pigmentation. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But mine just tends to be on my. But that's on your testicles. On my on my penis. And I can't be my, honest on with my you, bum. bro. The more you describe your nevers, <laughs> the issues with dating make more sense. The, the the huge size of your penis, just to start with. Yeah. And I imagine it would throw quite a few women to see skin pigmentation issues on a t- pair of testicles. 
Maybe I shouldn't be advertising it so heavily on my dating profile. Maybe I, I should mean, hold that I, back I for the future. I disagree. I think we get it really, out there early doors. Yeah, the growing reach we're gaining, um, and just while we're on that, we got our like yearly wrap up from uh, our podcast hosting platform, and we've grown forty seven percent this year, which is massive. Have you grown forty seven percent this year? I mean. As a person, or financially, or what? what you know what I mean. You? <laughs> no, sadly, that's not sadly growing not. a while. If, if anything, I'm not like you, bro. If anything goes the other way after a certain age, yeah, definitely. Or Apart I imagine your balls, your balls seem to stretch. They just sag. Yeah, I mean, I haven't got you know that what? yet. I've it's still that, got a young man's pair of testicles. That, I want to put that out. Earlobes. Really? It always grow. Your ears always grow. So if you get like really old men, I'm massive now ears. starting to get. Quite long nose hairs coming out now. You know what I had in the car on the way here? What's and this that? is, like, let's be honest, this is way too revealing as a conversation. Yeah. I've already gone there, though, so I will continue. Please. I felt like a really long extended ear hair, and I managed to pluck it out just by sort of twisting it around. I haven't had the ear hair thing yet. And I was sitting, but as I was sitting there, and as I was fiddling with it, I was like, fucking ear hairs, man. Like, what point Did of life am I at? No, I didn't even like pulled it out till it came off in my hands, oh, and well. I was like, ah, oh, get rid of that. Maybe it was just a stranger's normal Eat that? hair. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, though? If I found out, because it wouldn't shock me that I wouldn't know about it by now, <laughs> but if you had a thing about eating your own hair, I'd be like, I could believe that. There's it a lot of it. it. I mean, I would sho- get full very quickly. No, I wouldn't be shocked you kept it secret. I'd just be like, all right, fair enough. It's not so- The thing is, I don't think I'm very secretive. I think I'm quite open if people ask me. I'm just not very forward. You are the epitome of one of our friends, um about important news in his life. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I had a friend, um, and maybe one day I'll get to discuss it with this person on the podcast. I'm not going to add I mean, we've mentioned it, it before. It's, it's we have pers- mentioned it before. We have mentioned it before, but a friend of um, ours, a uh, family member got cancer, and I found out from that family member and not from the friend. And when I asked the friend why they'd never said anything, because at this point, uh, the family member was all good, all clear, you know, everything's going fine. I was like, why didn't you say anything? You never asked. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'd go that far, but I do sometimes with my... It would not shock me if I found out, like, someone close to you, like, had had and got better from cancer, so, so you just never mentioned Sometimes it. when I'm, like, going away on, like, a little trip, <laughs> sometimes I forget to tell my parents as well. I can absolutely believe that. And I'll be like, and they'll be like, are you... What are you moving out? Like, well, no, no, they, just... they just they just accept it at this point that they know that I'm horrendous at this kind of thing. So every now and then, if it, if I remember, I'll be like... Oh, by the way, I'm going to do a thing this weekend or whatever. But most yeah. of the time, I forget. Yeah, I mean, I, I, there was there's a famous moment I've mentioned a few times on the pod. I remember being in your garden, and I think we were talking to your parents about you going on a holiday or something. And your brother came out, and he was just like, "What's this?" And it was like, "Oh yeah, Jake, I can't think you were going to Switzerland or something." I did go to Switzerland with yeah. And he was like, when was this decided? And you were like, I don't know, quite a while ago. And, he was like, and you were like, going away in like two days' time. <laughs> and he was just like, fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and he's right. But like I said, I'm forthcoming. If you ask me about, if I'm asked about things, yeah, I'm quite forthcoming, I yeah. think. I don't hide anything. No, I, I think that's fair. But, but I just, yeah. I'm not quick to share information. No. And I don't. I mean, I you certainly have been so far on this podcast. I've shared a lot. Yeah. You asked a lot. Um and guys, you might be wondering at seven and a half minutes in what, sure. the, what you're listening sure. to. 
Um, and to be honest, we don't really know. We didn't really have a plan for this episode other than just to come on talk. Chat. We've got a few catch questions. Up, yeah, and talking of catching up. We've answered well them. Just... It's weird that you've got a whole page dedicated to my genitals, but we've covered it. <laughs> we have covered it, so you can turn over. Those are my done. private notes, and you weren't meant to read that. Yeah, but the, uh, the drawing's a little off. Yeah, I've realised I turned to the wrong page. There we yes, go. Yes, you did turn to the wrong page. You're distracted. Yeah, um, I don't want this to be necessarily a weekly thing because I don't want it to be wanky. Um, but I think men should do this more often in general. So it'll be something I do from time to time on episodes like this when we haven't really got something to talk about. How are you? Do you know what? It's a weird thing, but I don't know. That's fair. And that's and, and the part that is, I know we've discussed before my kind of self-diagnosed ADHD. Yeah. But where my mind has been kind of, you know, has just been going all over the place at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. I don't, I've never, I haven't, really stopped to look at myself so i don't know that's how fair. i am you're sort of in the middle of it yeah it's just it's just like go 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 and i don't i don't really know how are you i'm all right um just tired from working i've been working more or less full time recently which has been good because and it's funny uh, my pay this month is the first month where i've had uh, properly uh, full-time yeah. hours at my current job and i'm actually going to earn slightly more as a normal member of staff than as i did working as a manager for my previous company and it just made me laugh and it and also it just in general the last month or so i've had like good things happen like get a large contract at work um, nice. i'm currently working on a project that might get rolled out across the country my store's the only store working on it so that's quite a big thing even though the work itself is quite boring i feel like i'm doing something that's gonna be influential in a small way so yeah in general i'm all right i mean i have wobbles like everyone um but one thing i've been glad about is my workload increases my body's coping with it which was one of my issues because when i took a job before this one i almost had a breakdown because i just found it so difficult you went in too much too soon and that's two things i had six months off of work in between jobs so i was basically doing nothing for six months and then went back into doing a 45 hour work week that was incredibly physical and i just couldn't i wasn't capable of it um but i think if I went to do it now, I could do it. Yeah. So I'm, you've, you've I feel readjusted. good in that sense, yeah. So yeah, I feel all right. I'm able to put a little bit of money away every month. So yeah, things are, things are looking right up at the moment. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say they're looking up because... But they're not looking down. The, no, for me personally, they're looking up, I guess. But in terms of like the wider context of what's going on in the country, it hasn't necessarily improved my position, if that makes sense. I mean, I was just going for a quick punchy soundbite, but you you know, yeah. I mean, whatever, it's difficult. Real. I mean, with everything that is going on at the moment, like to stay positive is hard. So I, that's why I'm trying to take the small wins as I get them, if that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I'm doing all right. Good. Um, surviving. Yeah. What about outside of work? You, 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 you know, you've been up to much. You feeling up to much? Other than this podcast and working and seeing Leanne, not a lot to be honest. Um, don't really have the time. Um, and like, the only thing I would say I miss doing is playing football. Yeah. Um, but I just don't yeah, know I'm, where I'm, I would I'm fit that be, in. This year, I'm glad to have got that fixed back in my life. Oh, absolutely! It's a great thing because. There's a socialising aspect as well as, like, I was so much fitter playing just one game of football a week than I am yeah. now. Do you know what? Um, I'd, ha- I'd happily, st- I'd happily play five side again. It would. The, the problem is, is where 
yeah, it's where, it's with who, um, the scheduling issues. That was always the biggest thing. I feel that's like why it I was, don't think I'd go back. I'd, I wouldn't go back to where we were. No, because they, would have they to were be really f- sneaky about it as well. Like they literally, they know the game was cancelled. I mean, we played on a Sunday. They know the game was cancelled on yeah. Friday, and they would wait till we got up there and were like, "Here's our here's our money for our league game tonight." And they're like, "Oh, you haven't got a league game, but here's we got you a friendly. friendly." And it's like, "Oh, well, you can fuck off then, can't you?" Yeah. And the things they did it deliberately because they hoped that once you were there, and you when would we just accept it for the large part, we did. But I would say towards the last like year that we were doing it maybe only six to eight months yeah. we didn't we turned up and if it was a friendly we'd all just go all right no, let's go let's home, go home waste of a journey yeah and I, I feel quite as petty as it is i feel quite pleased that we did that i feel quite proud that we were like no fuck you and your system we're not playing to it me too quite and rebellious with, and with the scheduling Punk. thing i didn't even, I, to be honest i hadn't even thought of that i meant more like getting the team together you yeah know what i mean that yeah. was always a ball like but um, if we only had i mean then we, we had we were kind of split over two teams if one team, it'd be a little bit yeah, we might have a ch- a better chance with um some better p- getting some of the better players back in. Yeah, I'm sure we could. T- I'm sure we could entice some in from the eleven sides. Ash can't join him because, as we know, he's dead to us. Hell of a community. Hell of a commute, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah. Bye, mum. Where are you going? Five side. Yeah. Where? I'll be back London? in two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bless him. Yeah, but, but yeah, I'm, but I, I must admit that's one thing. Do you know what? Football starting up, obviously, like I kind of fell off the health wagon a bit over Christmas. That's understandable. Football starting up again. Yeah. And having the first league game the other week. How did you get on? We lost 3-1. Uh, do you know what, though? It was a really good game. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. How did you play? I played quite well. I was quite pleased with my performance, to be okay. honest. I mean, there was like one shocking mistake. Yeah. But it didn't lead to anything. That's I fair. literally played it to the opposition. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, that's bad. I'm not judging you. Um, and there was another slightly misplaced pass, but it didn't. It still went to our players. I'm not. I'm not counting that as a mistake as no. such. Just a, a an area of improvement. Yeah. No, I was relatively pleased with it. To be honest, I think one, the guy, just yeah, playing right back. I think the guy that was playing against when I first came on because I only did a half. I did yeah. the second half. He thought that he had the beating of me. Yeah. And so he ran at me twice, and both times. Because the first time I thought oh, I haven't done a slide tackle in a while. I'm going to do a slide tackle. But as he's running towards me, I was like. I don't need to. No. And I just nicked the ball off him both times nice. and it was like, cool. And then he kind of was like, oh, and he kind of went in the middle. <laughs> but but no, it's nice to have the football fit. I had back. him in your That's back nice. pocket, mate. I did have him in his back pocket, to be honest. Yeah. But he really, like the first couple of minutes, he really thought he had the beating of me and it was just yeah. like, mate, you're going to have a lot better ball control to get. Well, the thing is, he did the right thing, didn't he? He's taking it to you, seeing how good you are, basically, and then it's the unfortunate situation. He's like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally, I think he did like two runs against me and then sort of moved more central. Yeah. But because no one else came and took his place, I was like, oh, I'm going to follow you, bro. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to go, I'll come in with you. That's fine. Mm. Until someone comes out and replaces you. Yeah. Any of our friends playing in your team? Yeah, a few. Who we got? A few. Uh, you got Tony. Okay. You got Dave. Nice. You got Alan. You got Dougal. Oh, nice. You've got quite a few of the gang there. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. A little one sometimes. Nice. Who's the best out of them lot? Come on. Um, I'd have my opinion based off of my knowledge of them as footballers, which is fairly. It's a tough call to be honest. I think Tony. Tony so there's this new guy that's come in, Sam. I mean, plays, of our mates, but he plays centre half with Tony. Yeah, they've built up a really good understanding. Okay, um, but obviously, I wouldn't necessarily judge that as an individual performance. They just have a yeah, 
They have a good understanding. Dave They're plays a, good a lot defensive for, partnership. Dave plays a lot for a forward and he doesn't get much of the ball. Okay. It's a bit hard again, it's a bit hard to judge. Which is difficult because knowing Dave as I do, he likes to have the ball at his feet and Duke, Duke plays in goal, doesn't have much to do other than pick it out the net sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um and then Alan Allen, to be honest, Alan Allen fre- frequently gets man of the match votes and I'm not with, sure with good reason. I was gonna say, to be honest, out of my knowledge of them. Just based off a of technical ability, I would have probably said Alan. As much as anything, it. as well, like there is, there is a, there is a technical ability, and he works. But it's as, as much as anything, it's an attitude thing. Mm. He's positive. He, he he attacks the game. He takes the game. He wants to. I'm not saying the others don't, but he embodies that. No, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? And I would give Alan a shout. And he has out, got that technical ability um, as well for multiple reasons. One scored on Sunday. Doesn't shock me. Um, I'd like to give him a shout out just quickly while we're on him, just because um, for one reason, he's a he's religious a listener. listener. Um, the other reason I've known him for a long time, but the other one is because you are right, he's a really positive person. Yeah. And he's a particular, like, I remember being on um, one of our, the stag dudes we've been on in the last few, not a few years, but the ones we've been on. I miss those. Um, and I think it must have been Tony's. I think. Um, it was when we went to Cardiff. Yeah, Tony. Yeah. And um, I despise clubbing. Like, the idea of going clubbing now is just horrific. I, every, like, six months, I have a few drinks. I'm like, fucking go clubbing, man. No. Let's go for a dance. And then I get in there, and within five minutes, I'm in smoking air. Like, and I oh, fucking hate this. What am I doing here? It's awful. Why am I here? Um, but, like, I remember there was a few of us, like, stood by the booth we had, and... Um, all just miserable. And he came over and he was just like, you lot should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> and I remember not, what do you mean? And he was like, this is a fucking stag do. We have a good time. And I was like, oh. and he was like, no, down a fucking drink and get on the fucking dance floor. And I remember just being like, no, he's fucking right. And I went and got a drink down it and went and had a fucking good time. Yeah, we did. It was a good, um, it was good. Balance night. like that in general, he's just up for a good time, very positive. And yeah, good. Luck. Although quite well, he drove, he drove me home the other day. A few weeks ago, um, but what during, happened, Jake? Well, no, during the game, he fucked his Show shoulder. Me where he touched you, and he's he was in so much pain, and he really struggled. And I yeah. was like, Do you want me to I don't know if I want to get in the car <laughs> because he, <laughs> as he pulled away, he's like just starting to turn to come out of the parking space. He's like, "Fuck, fuck, yeah." And like, I could see it on his face, and I was like, "Bro, do you want, do you want me to drive?" And he's like, "No, I'll make it. I'll make <laughs> it." And then after he admitted, he was like, "Bro, it's fucking struggle." Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, I saw." Has he recovered now? Yeah, I mean, I'll probably be a while before I get back in the air. <laughs> I, want, I want to put him for a medical yeah. before I get in the get car in the again. Car, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, coming from you, that's rich because you did fall asleep at the wheel once. Uh, for like a second. Mate, everyone else except for me was in asleep in the car. Yeah, me too. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I just remember watching the car veering on the motorway and I was just like... This is odd. He's straddling two lanes, and I was just like, "You're right there, mate." And you went, "Yeah, I'm all right." Pulled back over, um, and it was only like a couple of months later where you were like, "Yeah, yeah I'd not." You know what? It's great. I love I love carpooling with Al as well. Not only because I I get on really well with him and he's great to talk to, yeah. but also because we both like have similar taste in music for some stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we can just put on some yeah. fucking jeans and just go for it. Yeah, he's a good egg that way. Thank you for starting us. Thank you for kicking things off. That's all right, mate. Have you got anything you'd like to talk about? I've got, I've got a few things. First of all, I can't remember whether we discussed it before. Stop me if we have. I'll never stop you. D 
did I tell you about my favourite story of the year, the walrus in Scarborough? I don't believe you have. Oh, fantastic. I know we've only so far in 2023, we've only done the one with Alex. And I can't yeah. remember if I mentioned it before. No, I don't Absolute think highlight of the year. It's only January, but it's going to be very hard to beat, I think. Right. What's this walrus been up so to? So this walrus is sort of making its way up the coast. It, it was in Scarborough For any over the New Year. Reason or just what no, no one to? knows. No one knows. Oh, so he's going like against. Why was it? So he started doing his off own in thing. He started but he was off in Scarborough. Scarborough. Over, that, do they normally appear over in Scarborough? No. So oh, it's right, a pretty okay. big deal. And it was over on New Year's Eve, so they decided quite last minute they went for the animals' welfare. We're cancelling the fireworks right in the town. So they don't want to scare it. Absolutely, New Year's Day. So we're really early yeah. in terms of 2023, and I'll tell you, this is going to be hard to beat. I'm bigging it up. You really are. I don't know where this is going. So early morning, people are like, "Oh, should we go? And, like, let's go and fucking see the walrus." Yeah. It's packed because, like, honestly, everyone's had the same idea. Pay, take pictures, film it. And the walrus had a wank. Full on, flipper on, <laughs> up and down. <laughs> it was brilliant. And haven't they got, like, the second biggest penis out of all mammals or something? Can't or the speak for that one, I don't like know. But it was I remember just, hearing it in 50 It was fantastic. It was like a crowd. I mean, they'd made him comfortable. They'd cancelled the fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, let's go and see the and walrus. Let's go and see the walrus. Just on the beach. Where? In, Scar- in Scarborough. In Scarborough. In Scarborough. Right. Just had a wank and then naffed off the next day. Swam right. further I up don't the know coast. what I misunderstood at the beginning. For some reason, I thought he was on some sort of journey. <laughs> well, no, he's, he's now he's gone up the... He's gone further up. He's gone up into Scotland. All oh, right, fair enough. And the thing is, I can safely say that it is a he. Well, yeah. You know, I know that. Yeah, from what I heard the in clues, 50 first dates, they have large penises. The clues are there. But just full on... Kids tell everyone's there, New Year's Day, like, let's go see the walrus, this will be fun, add a wank, knocked yeah. one out, absolutely loved it. To an audience as well. To an audience. Yeah. He thought, they'll enjoy this. You'd do that, if that, that's the walrus version of you, isn't it? If they cancelled the fireworks for me, yeah, I might, yeah. I might treat them to Oh, they need show. a show. Oh, I think, you know what, they've made this lovely and comfortable for me, <laughs> I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. But I think, I, for me, that jumped straight to the top of my list of stories of the year. It'll be hard because they were so accommodating to this to this walrus. What, what just, did the people just, do? Did they like turn around? Did they well, I was, some of them just carried on filming it. <laughs> you know, we're like At what point TikTok does virality. Here we go. Weird. Um, depends how long you make eye contact. <laughs> I've never made eye contact with a wanking walrus. No, but so like, I don't, it's got some it, nice alliteration. Is it not weird? Like I get going there to film the walrus, and they don't know. He's going to start wanking. I get that. Be weird if you did, wouldn't you? But once he starts, wouldn't you stop filming? Or are you only interested in the? Gram? I think you th- yeah, you think about the gram, think about the TikTok virality of it. I all just I, I feel it. like once he started, the initial shot factor, you might go, "Oh my god!" And then I'd probably go, "All right, maybe." Would not. you corral the crowd? Like, come on, guys, give him some peace. No, I, I would just purse. I wouldn't judge anyone else for staying, but just for me, under I, your breath, be like pervert. <laughs> We don't kink shame, bro. Although that's getting dangerously close to bestiality, so you know. It's so. right on the edge of what we do and don't do. Yeah, I mean, he's doing it to himself of his own volition. If so. someone went down and helped, yeah. a line has been <laughs> crossed. have a problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. No, that is a good story. I like it. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, have you got anything to discuss? I, t- I don't know how to follow on from that. You might have to pad for a second. Um, have you been paying any attention to the Harry and Meghan stuff going on? Oh, I had this. I was going to say, are you going to read Harry's book? No, I'm not going to read. I watched the um, 
the interview. I, I put in air quotes docu series. I would just call it a series. Oh, the Netflix thing. Yeah, I watched that. Um, which, to be honest, Do you know why his book's called Spare? Because air and the spare. He's the spare and the air and the spare. Oh right, okay. I didn't. Um, You've never heard that phrase. Nope. So like, it's quite common if you're in a position. No, I, get, I mean, I get if it. If you're in a position, power, you no, have an air. You have I a get spare. It. And apparently, it's it. famously what um, Philip said to Charles: um, "Make sure you have an air." And because he didn't want to marry Diana, um, wanted to be with Camilla, and part of it was like, "No, you need an air and a spare," and then, and then you, know, you have want. her on the side. Oh no, no. I mean, the saying makes total sense. I've yeah. just never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. Oh wow, you have quite a good general knowledge. I tell you what, it is. Are you going to read this book? Work absolutely not. I mean, <laughs> and I've said this before. I couldn't give less of a fuck about the royals. No. They just don't interest me at all. No, that's fair. What baffles me is why so many people are interested by them, as if there's this some kind of like special thing about them. Like, I think they're just a weird a, family that I happens think it's to be quite in the spotlight. A it's just, I think they're so ingrained in our society, and I think we do have an entrenched class system and they are at the very tip top of it. And I think there's always a fascination as we see with celebrity culture in general. And I think we're just seeing that on a very heightened. Yeah. And, and obviously we like level. what we're told to like, you know, we, if it's put in I our faces, I think that will but help I think, as well. I, but I, I think the amount of attention it gets from the media is driven by the amount of, of pushback they interest. give to the media. Yeah. No, but I genuinely couldn't give less of a shit about them all. Yeah. Um, so I'm not that asked about it. I wouldn't say I'm obsessed with the rules. I've been interested in the attitude towards Megan. Um, and I think I've said on the podcast a few times, it seemed very obvious to me as to why Harry pulled away, has done the things he's done. Um, and that's to protect his family, protect his wife, protect his kids. Um, and just watching the documentary series just felt like that it confirmed that. If you know what I mean, yeah. Um, and like, I don't know what the answer is as to why, because they show in the series there's for quite a while she's really popular and it's going really well, and just overnight for no reason whatsoever, it, it just changed. Um, and the sort of what they hint at is that either Kate and William themselves or their team didn't like how popular they were. There's rumours that. Kate and William's marriage was under stress, so they needed another story. Plus, you then throw Prince Andrew into it, and you need something else for them to focus on, um, which feels all plausible to me. I mean, that's another thing. I mean, like, I, I guess and that I says, I, how can you support a, a a thing that actively protects a fucking nonce? I know. What I, is I, that about? I can't um, give oh, it's you... It's indefensible. No, it's, yeah, 100%. I can't answer that. Um... Can, I, you, can you imagine this PR team going, don't worry, boys, Harry's <laughs> marrying a black one. We're all right. We're safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one, Harry? The ginger one. You know, the one who dressed as a fucking Nazi? Yeah. Yeah, he's mar- and she's American. Have you, heard any that. Of, have you heard any of the stuff he said in his book? I heard... Well, I did I did watch a video online of James O'Brien. I, that's so often we talk about James O'Brien. And I want to give a but shout out to Nick Ferrari, by the way, who did shut down a... Um, I saw you singing his praises on Twitter. Yeah, I've gone off of him in recent. I had gone off him completely, but I can't remember. I think it was Grant Shapps, and he was saying he was like blaming X. I know he was like, you know, there's this going on, and that's why the public thing. He went, no, it's because they don't like you. Yeah, and he went, no, no, no. It's like it's like, well, no, he's like, come on, like let's call a spade a spade. You're a hated party. And he was like, no, and I was like, fucking finally, woken up and started 
saying something. He's got a bit of bite to him. No, but I watched James O'Brien because in the wake of the whole Taliban thing, killing the 25 Taliban, yeah, and this number is well known to I think most people listening to this, whether they know it or not, they've probably well, heard I've got to be number. honest, I'd never heard it. I didn't know he'd killed people. No, but I'm just, ba- just based on the, but just based on the story that's come out in the last week. Yeah, we all we all know that number, right? Yeah. Um, well, I listened to James O'Brien reading the extract extract from the book. Mm. And so the headline is like, kill 25 Taliban, really disrespectful to them, to the war and whatever. But actually yeah. in the context of the book, it's not that disrespectful. He kind of, he kind of talks about, um, he says that, that that whole war was a mess, mm. that there was too much civilian casualties. And he says that for a lot of the ground um, foot soldiers, he says they don't have the data because they're just opening fire. They might hit civilians they might hit the taliban the enemy they don't know yeah he says but for me with what i was doing it's all on paper it's all well yeah. very well recorded and he talks about well, he was an apache pilot and he said yeah cause he, and he says and he talks about how he says that one of the things he really wanted to do was come home with a conscience knowing that he hadn't taken any yeah lives that he wasn't you know that weren't the enemy yeah so to speak of and he talks about this dissociation because he says you know you kind of stop seeing them as people because you can't you can't kill someone you see as a person and he talks about this whole thing and and it's just in the context that he mentions oh my numbers are really well recorded um i know you're all asking what it is it's 25 and then he talks about this and when you see it in the context of it you're like yeah he's not it's not it's not a brag it's It's not a boast and it's it's not something that's not accessible knowledge anyway no um, and I did kind of think, yeah, that the, the headlines that I've seen have been a bit, a bit exaggerated and unfair. Because, and and yeah. I realise that's what headlines are. Look, you take something out of context and you just go bang, run with that. That will mm. sell. I do appreciate that. But so I saw that. I think it's incredibly disingenuous. I think it's quite obvious what they want to do. Um, like I, I, I think it's a real shame. I don't think it, any of this needed to happen. Um, one thing that I keep hearing is that it's disrespectful that they're selling their story. Yeah, and I, I hear a lot. Of, do you know the one thing I get from a lot of people who are, I think this is a bold claim to make, but I'll make it anyway. A lot of people who say that they're not on one side or the other, but... They shouldn't be selling their story. But, well, the, it's not that they shouldn't be selling the story. They go, but they left because they don't want the limelight mm. and then they're everywhere giving the limelight. So, you know, what is it really? Yeah. Um. And I kind of understand that. I'm not saying I agree with I it. I understand the logic. But I do understand that. it. But I equally, I think, as I sort of cut in with someone at work the other day who was saying it, and I kind of said, well, so with all due respect, you know, you and I, well, maybe you and I don't, but I was like, the thing is, they're going to get the limelight whether they ask for it or not. They're yeah. going to get stories printed about them. Yeah. So them going around and doing interviews and stuff, at the end of the day, it's just them controlling their narrative. But... The number of, like you said, because of the stuff with Prince Andrew and because of all that stuff, mm. the number of stories about them are not going to lessen. No. Because they've given the middle finger to the media, yeah. they're going after them with a passion. And that, so I whether, they, they're, whether they're in the public, whether they release books or documents, uh, documentaries, or whether they just shut up mm. and do, because then everyone will go, well, yeah, they're shut. We'll still see the stories. Yeah. There will still be a heap of stories about them. Yeah, And they'll always be trying to spin one narrative as well. Yeah. So I do kind of... But I do understand the whole thing of... Oh, no, I completely agree. Um, my other angle to it was that they have completely withdrawn themselves financially from that institution. They He can't go and do a normal job. 
she can't really go back into being an actress again, really. Maybe she could in the future. I don't think she would want to. Um, so you have to sell, you have to make money somehow. They can never go anywhere without security ever again. That's not going to be cheap. They can't live in an average area. They've got to live somewhere high value and live a certain lifestyle because of who he is fundamentally. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Megan? Kate, Camilla, Shag, Mary, Kill. <laughs> Do you know, it's fu- it's funny you mentioned Shag, Mary, Kill. I've actually written some down. For have this. you? <laughs> I have. And the only reason I did that was like as an emergency. Just in case need we something. out of... But what's hilarious is I didn't pick any women because I remember when we've done it before, you were like, oh, this might be a bit sexist, two men just sitting here ranking women. Um, That's because I'm very forward and progressive and, and woke liberal. You know. So Shag, Mary, Kill. I forgot, is that what I asked? Yeah, that's what I, yeah. Uh, Camilla's gone. I mean, it's it's, it's not a difficult choice. to be I, her I, tampon. I know she's hot. No, not even a little bit. Um, but, you know, look, again, I'm not kink shaming. What what our uh, king gets up to in his private time, as long as it's all above board. It's not, it's, do you know what? It's not that he's dirty talking. It was just the sheer lack of quality <laughs> in it, I think, for me. Yeah, but what do you expect Look, from someone a, with his background? There's always a bit of cringe He's to not dirty lived on talk. The streets, Let's bro. be fair, you take it out of context, there's always a bit of cringe. Yeah. There's a bit of cringe and then there's, you know, I wish I was your tampon so I could be inside you. The thing is, it's difficult to explain how... You would feel how you want to be a tampon. It's very get. difficult to... <laughs> how, like... Let's start... <laughs> I don't go to that level. My voice cracked then. That sounded yeah, quite bad. Yeah, but you're about to. Um... Someone's got some secrets. No, but like, you, I don't think you'd be able to guess how cringy I get. With no, with I would. I've seen it. Sometimes you've accidentally, a couple of times you've accidentally texted me instead. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> I remember being in the room with you actually with Ash and you just sort of like, you didn't show us, but we you sort of had it so we could see and we were like, bro, <laughs> that is some mushy ass shit. So yeah, but like, that sort of, I don't yeah, know what you never said you wanted like. to be a fucking tampon. No, I haven't ever said that. I can promise you that. Um, oh, I wish I was your anal bead so I could help you cheat at chess. <laughs> Is that what you use? What I've used. Do you, are you not, do you not remember that story from last year? Of course, I remember that story, the chess player. Thank God. I, I don't even know how you something. do that. I don't even know how that will, like, how a vibration makes you know where to, so you, like, hover it Maybe over the Morse pieces. Code? I don't know. Yeah, imagine having to learn Morse code just so you could put a butt plug in. Like, but, what kind of level this is there? it through your a- your like anal glands. Do you know what I mean? Like having to feel it from down. Yeah. The, I don't know. Well, you've got to have a very sensitive anal region. I feel. And I imagine you've got to have a relatively advanced AI. anal bead. Yeah. Like I don't imagine your basic vibrating anal beads will do that. Well, like you can get sex toys that you can control on your phone. So I guess if there's someone phone, sat there like with a computer that's reading them the answers, he just imagine if you could like hook it up so you could feed a chess AI into the app. But also, how used of it, used to it, like how used to having anal beads do you need to be to be able to be fine with sitting there and it constantly vibrating and give off no tells whatsoever? That's why I didn't believe the story because I don't know how you could actually pull that off. The thing is, I think for me. I'd probably forget I had them in. And every time it vibrated, I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> I've never had anything up my arse, so I don't know how. Oh, no, I mean, no, no, this is all hypothetical. Um, I've never. But I don't know if you just forget you have anal beads in. 
I have to. I mean, I imagine <laughs> I could have done. Um, I feel like you're pretty aware. I'd like to think so. I, but at the same time, the fact I don't think it's true, the fact it's so ridiculous that someone would even think it's possible makes me think oh, I'm willing, to, I'm willing to run with it. Yeah, I'm willing to run with it. Like, I do, yeah. Anyway, sorry. What, Side track. what were we talking about? Genuinely can't remember. You were going to oh, kill Camilla. Was, yeah, Camilla's dead. <laughs> She's sorry, gone. Queenie. Queen consort. Queen consort. She's Mom. Gone. Uh, uh, I'd shag Kate. Marry Megan. Yeah. I think I'd do it that way too. I don't know if I could be married to Kate. Kate, I feel like she went, like she's too middle class. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. I'm not putting her down or anything. She still no, seems, she seems lovely like enough. A nice enough lady, but very at least, beautiful. At least I kind of know Megan has come from sort of relatively a a similar background. similar background to myself. Like, there's a kind of working class mm. element to it. Yeah. So I feel like we'd have a lot more in common and yeah. a, a, like experiences. And that also, we could she talk seems a bit share. more fun, just from what I've seen yeah. in terms of like. I mean, like she was like taking, the, your life taking the piss out of herself for the bow. Yeah. And stuff. It'd be like, yeah, yeah I'd do that because I'd never bow. And that's the thing. Me and you, we watch that clip and we see someone taking the piss out of themselves. Yeah. But the world sees it as someone mocking. Uh, like, how was that mocking the Queen? I, just, I mean, there's like a million jokes you can make about the Queen. Even more now she's dead. <laughs> that's not the one you go with, is it? Do you know, it's so funny. One of my favourite podcasts I listened to, literally like, two days after she'd passed, they released an episode on Patreon. So it's just Patreon members can see it's not public. They spent half of that episode... Just roasting the Queen. Roasting the Queen. And I found it equal parts How long was the episode? Hour and a half. See, that's interesting, because I bet the crematorium didn't take that long to roast her. (laughs) Jesus. Um, No, no, it's fine. The mourning period has ended. Do you see... Yeah, the mourning period has ended. Where is it? I don't know. Have you not got something about the dead queen? King. <laughs> I'll allow it that time because I did mug her off. Yeah, Fair I just enough. felt like it was appropriate after if someone has a making song, a dead queen joke. I but would yeah, allow it. I found it equal parts hilarious and really uncomfortable and I was aware of the fact my uncomfortability with it was out of an ingrained... Like reverence. Interesting, yeah, because there was a lot of jokes flying around after that. Didn't bother me at all, but then I'm not that bothered about the monarchy. No, absolutely. And then, But the thing was, it was why ultimately I think I ended up finding it funny because I was like, I was aware of why yourself I didn't as well like, of like it. Yeah, oh, God, like, this is just silly that I find this a problem because if it was any other famous figure, I'd be completely on board with it. So. Yep, cool. Right, who, who would you? Oh, we've, yeah, I'd do it the same way. Yeah, I would kill do it Camilla, way. Shag, Kate, and um, yeah, yeah. Mary I mean, Megan. Camilla, Camilla has parties with like fucking Jeremy Clarkson and those, those kind of the people. Sort of like that. Like, yeah, I not the kind of people at. I want to be knocking with. I mean, maybe before what happened with Je- we've not talked about that. That's not even on my well, list. Jeremy Clarkson yeah. being mugged off by his own daughter. Yeah. I mean, what did you think about what he said? Because it was really... It was horrendous. I can't believe that an editor was okayed it. Yeah. Like, it's genuinely shocking. I can't imagine thinking in myself it was okay to say that publicly. No. Like, it's one thing him hating her behind closed doors. 
But to actually put those words to print, and I'm not going to repeat any of them because I just thought it was, there's an, a weirdly like perverse sexual aspect to it in a sense. And then the worst thing is, is in classical sort of middle-aged white man who feels a real sense of entitlement. Didn't apologise. He apologised without apologising. Yeah. He was like, you know, well, sorry you didn't get my sense of humour. And it's like, yeah, really well read. Yeah. Really well read, Jezza. But yeah, sadly, it's it's proper ruined watching anything he's in for me now. And I know we've talked about... Art and artists. But it's difficult because that's... His art is his personality. Yeah. Yeah. So like trying to go back and watch an old Top Gear special is a bit more... I don't know if I could do it now. Yeah. Um, which is a shame. Yeah, no, it, I, I I agree. Disgusting. Right, just see if there's anything else on my Please little do. list. Okay, um, one thing I did want to discuss because it it kind of happened and we didn't. I can't remember if we talked about it. I don't know. If, I don't think we did. But the kind of Andrew Tate Pizzagate. <laughs> um, first of all, the fact that it just started out as him getting fucking owned by Greta Thunberg, yeah, and I mean, he didn't do well owned, in that exchange at all. Owned. He randomly tweeted. A teenage girl yeah. to say, "I have lots of cars. Fuck the <laughs> fuck the environment." And you know, she replied, or he was like, "You know, give me your email." Ask. He, yeah, he randomly tweeted a, a fucking yeah. teenager to ask for her email address, and she replied by saying, "Like, oh yeah, it's small dick energy at getalife dot com or whatever." Yeah. And his response was to wait like twelve hours and fucking film a video. <laughs> In which case he doxed himself, gave away his location, apparently, and allowed the police, who were already under investigation, he was already under investigation. Apparently, they there. were aware he was in the country already. But it, com- but it confirmed his location. Yeah, because obviously, like, there's there's only one pizza joint like that that's in that vicinity. Yeah, someone handed yeah. him some pizza boxes. That's why it's Pizza Gate. But then, I mean, I don't know all the stuff that's come out about him pimping, essentially holding yeah. people ransom, raping. Apparently, there's a story that broke recently about in the UK that a, a woman filed, you know, filed a, a police report against him for rape. Yeah, and there's texts of of that he sent her when she confronted she'd confronted him about it afterwards in a text exchange, and he'd he'd used the words, and I'm quoting here, mm. "I love raping you." <laughs> And the police in the UK dismissed it, saying there wasn't enough evidence. <laughs> so it actually didn't progress. I'm not like this. Obviously, isn't funny. Just the you're not. It's the, the state of police. It's the, of yeah, the, the um, but the Romanian the police they reaction. got him on remand for thirty days to denied his bail. But yeah, the story is about his whole him, yeah, perform, forcing women to perform on camera and stuff. What, yeah, what do you I, make I, of the whole story? Thing is, it's difficult. There's so much out there. Um, oh, and, and if, the Matrix thing. The Matrix. Are you aware the of this? The thing is, it, yeah, I've I've watched him on podcasts before, as you know. Yeah. Because I've always found him a outlandish, ridiculous figure who occasionally came out with something that would sound sensible, but as you would always yeah. say to me, a broken clock is right twice yeah. a day. Um, but I found it interesting in the sense I wanted to see what everyone else found interesting. And I think there's definitely a conversation to be had, not about him, but the fact young boys and men are looking for something. Well, there was a school in the immediate aftermath of this, this uh, arrest and whatever. There was a school somewhere, I think it's in Gloucestershire, but I honestly don't quote me on that. It was in the UK somewhere that sent a message to parents saying, if your children are found to be supporting Andrew Tate, i.e., if we discover that they're discussing his 
ideologies, if you like, yeah. his his teachings in a positive way. If we if they see, if we if we see any kind of support for him from mm. the students, um, they will be suspended. Like we will be taking disciplinary action because his views do not line up. His views and his actions, and we don't think are healthy. I understand the sentiment. I just think that sort of action, particularly against children or teenagers, is a mistake. Has the negative effect. Has the opposite effect. Drives them to him. Well, yeah, quite. The problem is they're not addressing the issue that these young boys and men are looking for something. And instead of punishing them for falling, for what if he's accused of being and doing is true, they shouldn't be listening to him. Do you he's think a despicable human being. Going off this, do but you... Th- Oh, sorry. The, the reaction to that shouldn't be to punish the kids that have fallen for this act. It should be to educate them. But do you think that there's a, a gap right now for young men? Yeah, I do. For a role model, for a kind of... I do. I, th- I think particularly... something to latch on to. There's definite... The problem and, is... And what did, what did we have growing up? Was there anything that we had that these kids don't, where Andrew Tate's filling that role? No, I think when I remember being younger that, you know, you had to be... Masculine, I guess, is the easiest way to describe it in terms of, you know, not crying, you know, being quite brutal, aggressive. Um, those things always felt quite prevalent when I was younger and we were mm. younger. I don't, there was never any talk of mental health throughout my childhood or teen years. It just was never a thing. Um, but there's the, this thing the problem that, is there are masculine young men who need masculine role models. But I do feel like, you know, even when we were growing up, women were, were seen as conquests. So there was definitely 100%, a demeaning of them. 100%. But I feel like it's taken that that kind of demeaning aspect. I feel like it's taken up another notch. Like it's it's kicked fully into misogyny now. Yeah. In, I, in I large swathes. Not with everyone, obviously, but with I a large group of young is, people. It's kind of kicked the door, the door down and now they're fully like women are object, you know, women are yeah. possessions. I think it's part of it is a, not a repercussion, but like a ripple effect of... Bloody the, Brexit, isn't it? Not Brexit. Bloody Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> of um, pushing to be a more equal society in general. Yeah, I do think every time you push um, one I, way, you get a kickback, but I don't know if that I explains think it. I we've definitely discussed on this podcast um, how certain masculine traits have been turned into a toxic thing. And I don't think... It's a delicate line to walk because there are definitely aspects to being men that need to be curtailed and need to be sorted out because en masse, men rape and murder and sexual assault more than anyone else. Um, we it's are, why it's we are a, the more dangerous sex it, in most why it's regards. Such a, you know, in terms of the whole um, trans debate at the moment, which generally tends to focus on trans women and the toilet debate mm. of like, oh, I don't want some. It's like, bro, men are not medically transitioning or even socially transitioning, so they can rape you. They will just rape you. Yeah, like they that has never stopped them. No. If they just if they want to attack you, they will walk into the toilets and attack you. That's what they do. I think the problem is, part of it is there aren't many role models out there that I don't. I don't know many particular. I feel like we're the only ones flying the flag here. <laughs> what proper masculine? Proper men. masculine. Role the thing models. is, it's it's such look at this. A... Look at this. Look at this. Go on YouTube. Look at this arm hair. 
There's lots See, this, of that it. is masculinity, right? And there. if you look just around look at the this. neckline, look at this. Yeah, yeah, it's that is masculinity. That is. If there's one word I think of, it's masculine when it comes to you. Yeah, absolutely. It's really difficult. I don't know what the answer is for young men. I know certain male. As- I mean, how much of it is their responsibility? What young, young men? Because obviously, look. At a point, obviously, the we do have to take responsibility for our own actions. If you were and beliefs, to ask me, what's the main reason why I'm them? not a complete asshole now, and why a lot of those male aspects, someone's imposing certain I views would... on themselves that the rest of us don't necessarily share. No, but I'm not a rapist. I'm not a sexual assaulter. I'm not an angry person anymore, like I was when I was younger. Um, I don't mistreat women like I did when I was younger, or view them the same way I did when I was younger. You definitely, I think, from the outside, you definitely had that kind of women of conquests. One hundred percent. I'm, I'm being very honest yeah. in saying that, and I'm not saying that with pride. It's not something I'm proud of at all. Um, but a big part of why I'm not like that now was growing up with the dad I had, someone who had very strong beliefs in Sorry respect, for your loss. how you behave. No, thank you, rippers. Rippers. Um, that is the most heartfelt we'll ever get on this. <laughs> but now let's slag off the queen. Having a dad that had strong beliefs in how you treated not just women but Everyone. people in general people are people that's my view certainly um, people are people and he drummed that in and he and he embodied it himself so he set an example a lot of people don't have that um i think that's a major part of it um i think i was lucky to be part of a group of friends that was quite a humbling experience more often than not in terms of what could be brought up and I mean, I've said sort, it, of. sort of said it before. One of my favourite things about our little group, particularly the, the the guys, yeah, was that there was no alpha bullshit. No, and I, you know, we've said it before. Dave, who is someone we both love very much, oh, and he's a very great friend. Yeah, when he first came in, he had that alpha thing, not because he wasn't alpha, but because that's what the world taught him was needed. That's what socially yeah. he was like. You've got to go, to and, go assert and assert some assert kind yourself. of. Yeah, and he came in, and we just didn't have it. No. And um, it wasn't very long before that facade dropped and we got yeah. to know Dave. And yeah, it was it, an amazing it was, But I, just, I do remember that and I do just remember really being really proud that we created this, we fostered this environment yeah. that didn't allow for that. And again, I don't think a lot of people have that. No, definitely not. Um, definitely not. And I also don't think people in general want to be self-aware enough to change those aspects of themselves. Um, in terms of what we do for young men moving forward, or you and I are not going to come up with the answer here. No, we're not. Sitting across the dining um, room table, are we? I, and I don't think it is just one answer because not all young men need the same thing. There will be yeah. young men that were more like myself that needed a different sort of nurturing to a more... Direct approach. Yeah. Um, and I think that needs to be set with more, perhaps more men in the education system, particularly at primary school level. That's been an issue for yeah, a long time. Yeah, it's such a weird thing that there but are the so right men, few... Men, yeah, in early childcare, mm. and it's for nothing else other than stigma. In terms oh, it's, of, yeah, it's, like it's a woman's job. Child rearing is a woman's job. Well, right? not just that, but also in terms of how men that work at that level are viewed as lesser, feminine. Well, not even that, but they get the stigma of is he a nonce? Do you know that, that's oh, a yeah. genuine thing um, that they're looked at like, oh, he works with children, does he? You know, when it should be looked which at, is ridiculous. there's a caring man who, yeah, who wants to work with children and who knows the importance the of youth. education yeah. and, and knows the importance of childcare. So, but I think we still live 
in a society where a lot of masculine traits, rightly and wrongly, I also think are, there's a kind um, of demonized at times. on the childcare thing. I also think there's a kind of negative effect on women where I still think a lot of women, whether they know it consciously but subconsciously, kind of absorb the fact that there's very limited choices for you. So it's a weird it's one, like, though. You're not going to make it. Forget bit, you know. Forget like mm. business, accounting, numbers, mm. all that kind of, you know, air. Uh, engineering forget all that mm. that's not for you you know you're a homemaker yeah. you do those things you do the softer things mm. you know you can do a bit of hr or you can do a bit of yeah yeah i do think there's also that oh 100 sort of negative stigma but carried on it's definitely they, they ha- it's wi- it's difficult though um and i know i've got a mixed opinion about him in general but one thing i've heard him talk about previously was um jordan peterson <laughs> oh that knob yeah yeah but he's, he is an academic who's good at his job. He may have... Ridiculous views. Yes. Um, and ones we personally disagree with, but it doesn't mean everything he has to say is worthy of disagreement just because he's made stupid statements. I know, but I feel like there are enough people in his profession, in his in his area of expertise, that I can just I can ignore him completely and I don't lose anything. That's fair. That's your point of view. Um, I've listened to a lot that's of his stuff like, over the years that's just like your prior opinion, to... But like, there's been studies, right, not his fucking studies, mental breakdown. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. Even, I didn't even. I didn't like him before that. To be honest, in the bits I saw, you of didn't him. know of him before that. No, but when you told me about him, because that was before, admittedly not long before, but before he started having yeah. this real fucking breakdown. Mm. And I looked up a few things, and I was like, I don't. I mean, a lot of the stuff I didn't agree with, mm. but even the stuff where I was like indifferent to, there was just something about him that just felt not there wasn't to be trusted that's fair you know enough. what i mean I there's one the of the people i was like vibe. there's something about this guy that mm. i is not it's difficult though right. if if you felt that after everything that's come out it's sometimes easier looking back to be like oh no definitely but i remember um, feeling it at the time and i remember kind of because I'd, I'd sort of was like oh who's this guy and i watched a couple of things and i was like oh really you watch this mm. guy and then yeah, and then obviously he had his like fucking breakdown, and, yeah. and I was like very quick to almost be like, "Fucking knew it." Mm. Told you the guy was fucking weird and batshit and wrong, mm. but I, I didn't. No, to be honest though, I don't. As I said, I just don't think you can necessarily discount his expert. Like he has expertise; he's a clinical psychologist for a long time. There's a lot of stuff he's very knowledgeable on, um, but I don't feel like he has an area. Of, I don't think feel like he has any knowledge that isn't also possessed by other people. Oh, that's not what I've said, though. No, no, no. Um, but I'm saying, therefore, yeah. I can dismiss him completely and I've still got my f- knowledge from other people. Fair enough. Um, but this study wasn't necessarily his study that I was going to talk about. It was one that he talked about um, in an interview that they did in Scandinavia. I think it was particularly Sweden, if I recall. Um, and they made extreme efforts, like like never made before efforts, just to see what happened more than anything to if they made it more advantageous for genders to go out into different fields, and they usually would, so encourage women to go into engineering. And they still pick their own ones. Yeah. But I think that's, like I said, I I think it's really hard to do because you're getting, whether you know it or not, you're getting like all the influences from the generations before you, even if you don't I think that's definitely a part of of it. Do you know what I mean? I think that's definitely a part of it. Um, But they don't actually necessarily know what, like they didn't, the study... Gave us that information because I remember that I remember that study. I've yeah. I've, I've seen it mm. separate to Jordan Beats, and I've seen I remember, that study. I'm aware. I've read it. Necessarily, a or the um, findings. 
like a conclusion as to what a concrete reason was as to why they did that. No, but they weren't looking for a why. They were no, just no, they were looking to see what happened. They were just looking for an if. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, no, I don't necessarily what the answer, and I don't even remember what got us onto that. No, nor do I. I think we were slagging off the Queen or something. No, you were slagging off the Queen. Any chance? No, not any chance. Can I just say, right? I like most queens. I think they're lovely people. Yeah, I've got nothing against. Are you allowed them. to call them that now? Yeah, well, if they're queens, like I'm talking about, people who identify as queens. Are we talking drag queens, or is that? Then, a, yeah, well, they're, inclu- they're included. They're included. I was just going to say, you know, I'm what? really slow on the uptake. I'll with stand these and, I'll stand I didn't know if queen was a new. I'll stand and support you. <laughs> you know, at your story times. Yeah, I've got no problem with that. I can't this week though because I've actually got a lot on. Yeah. Um, and next week I'm washing my hair, but yeah. I will. I'll do it. I'll be there. I'll be out there in the real world by your side. Yeah. You know, believe me. Mm. And you know what? The week after that's not very good for me either. Yeah. But I will. We'll I'll be do there it. eventually. I'll do it. Yeah. You believe me. Yeah. I stand by you, Queens. Yeah. But no, just to clarify, I actually messaged Jake privately when I saw something Jordan Peterson said. Jordan Peterson said that really pissed me off. Um, and you just can't defend stuff like that. No, you there, can't. You can't. Um, and it's a real shame because I think it is down to having a mental breakdown. I think he has just completely broken down, and which also I don't find surprising given the sort of arc of his story. Which one since of us it's do you think is going to have the first mental, like public mental breakdown? What if we went famous? Yeah, you really? Yeah, I feel like my. I think you'd be like, do you know what? I can't. No. Well, I feel like my sort of ramblings and insults would be quite incoherent from whatever breakdown I was having. I don't think you'd be able to tell. I think out of the Whereas two with of with you, us, I think there'd be a clear difference between pre-breakdown and post-breakdown. <laughs> but with me, I feel like it would all just kind of look very much, you know, much of a muchness. I don't know. I, I feel like you would be the one far more likely to slip up with something you said, get a lot of backlash and then just have a complete breakdown. A lot of, like in, um, but obviously you didn't have a breakdown, but have you seen Glass Onion? I haven't actually. It's on my. I mean, list. It's no, there's, there's, there's no spoilers, but there's a bit where they're like, she, you know, the one who's an actress can't have her phone on yeah. her. And they were like, oh, they're worried that I'll tweet like an offensive word against her. I didn't even know it was offensive. I just thought it was like a generic term that meant cheap. And the woman was like, Dewey. You thought Dewey <laughs> just meant cheap? <laughs> yeah, I could see you doing um, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, I don't like, I don't know a lot of young people's words, but I do every now and then try and use them. So I could see it happening. Yeah. Do you know what, though? That makes me think about something, how old I've started to feel recently. Um, yeah. And I sort of blame my mum for it a little bit. Because um, she gave birth to you a long time ago. <laughs> partly. <laughs> um, but at work, I've I've started work. There's a girl that's come into my department that uh, is 17. Right? Oh, mate. Young people, working with young people, there's nothing more upsetting. <laughs> Well, I found it fascinating at first. I didn't even come at it. For, I, I found it fascinating the difference, what growing up for her was like in terms of what was around and about and compared to ours, like trying to explain to her. It's what the pop her, culture thing that makes me feel old with them. But what got me, like we talked about all sorts of stuff from telling her what a cassette tape was to the fact our internet used to make noise and that my first television had dials on it and all that sort of thing. Um, and then I got home. And I was talking to my mum about it, and she went, well, you technically you are old enough to be her dad. And I just went, ah, oh, fuck. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd never... Yeah, almost. Had, I mean, not quite, yeah, but my yeah, sister, my less. sister immediately was like, yeah, but he would have been like 14, 15, so... 
but technically but yeah it's pop I mean? culture that gets me like i said i was with the you know one of the saturday kids and this you know the song came on uh inhaler what's inhaler it's a band and i just sort of went oh do you know the the singer of this the lead singer of this is bono's son and oh, he, right. he just looked at me blankly and was like, who, I was like, Bono, Bono, I was like, bro. Everyone knows like, Bono. I would understand, like I said to him, I, was like, I would understand if I said The Edge and you were like, I don't know who that is. And I'd go, oh, he's the guitarist. The he's the guitarist in um, U2. Right. Okay. And I'd be like, I can understand, but Bono. Yeah. Every, everyone You would have heard the Bono. name Bono. And then I was like, yeah. and then I was like, oh, what about like going through, it's like Greendale. I was like, no. And I was like, no, come on now. We've got to draw what? the line somewhere here. You don't know Green Day. Yeah. This is upsetting. And the girls sometimes, like, the two girls But then girls if you think the, about it, their, like, main smash album was... 2001, like, it was a, in it the was middle American of idiot, us. really, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in the middle and, of our, our teenage childhood years. And, like, sometimes they'll, you know, be something like, oh, fucking tune or whatever. They're like, yeah, yeah, I like this one. And then they'll sort of mention, like, oh, it, you know, oh, there's a few songs I like that came out a few years before I was born. I was like, no, okay, there's no need to do that, was there? <laughs> There's no need to call it, there's no need to remind me. A song from your teenage years. These songs years that were in my teenage years occurred before, before you birth. were even on the planet. Yeah, before before you were they even were scratching sperm, their dad's balls. Like you were absolutely nothing in existence. Yeah. And it's stuff like that. And like one of them was like, because I was talking about, do you remember Rugrats Go to Paris? Yes. And they I had love the, orange, that film. the orange VHS. I don't know if you ever had that. We were kind of, you know, obviously being rich and posh, we had the fancy life. I definitely did the have orange that. VHS, and I was like, "That was cool." No, was do like, you know what I had, Jay? And this definitely says the difference between our upbringings. <laughs> I had a pirated copy of it, like recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Using I bought off a bloke in the car park. <laughs> no, no, we recorded it ourselves off the Disney. Well, I love those or Nickelodeon I've, I've or whatever it would have been. Loads of them, but yeah, yeah, I had the orange VHS tape. It was no, like it was dope as shit, and it was cool. I was like, when they did a special release, because yeah. Shrek did one where it was green. I never I had that. Though. I had the normal black right. one, but I do remember we it. We did have that epic Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, I've still VHS. got that. Yeah, I've still got that. Absolutely. But um, and they were talk- one of them just turned around and went, "I've never watched a VHS," and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, this is just no." So- but that's not shocking, though, they? is it? Yeah. Why would they? They've grown up with streaming. I, I DVDs are probably fucking old to them. Well, I don't. I don't remember the last time I used a DVD player. I do. I watched. I watched a film a couple of weeks ago on DVD. No, everything's streamed now. I just, I like the thought of having to get up and put a DVD <laughs> in. I'd be like, "Where's the DVD player remote?" I wouldn't even know where to begin. Do you know what well, I mean? Honestly, like the pop culture thing just upsets me so much. Yeah, when I they mean, start talking about like, bands I said, and to, acts I said and stuff. to her, like, "You don't know about the millennium," and she was like, "She was like, how? Yeah, she's like, that's so." She was like, "I was, I was, was obsessed cool with that growing yeah. up." Because she was like. Remember the fear well, no, over Y2K? Any, but do you remember the fear over Y2K? Do you know what she took over? Do you know what she In took certain groups. Go on. She was like, you've lived through two centuries. I was like, well, I'm not too years I find that quite old. cool, though. I'd like to make three. Well, no, I'd she, like to she did to, say, like, that's amazing. You've like... I'd like to live to 100 and, 108, 109 mm. and but make like, it through three. I said to her, like, everyone thought the world was going to end. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, it was just all this fear that planes were going to crash and, out of the sky and, when the thing tipped yeah. over to zero, zero, zero. I was like, I, yeah. I loved it. It was such a good, I, even Do you then, remember where it. you were when it, when the turn of the millennium? No. Do you? Yeah. I was underneath this dining table. Just in case. up the wall. Just in case. No, no, no. I, I just, we were having a big family party. I remember it quite vividly. And I was always the sort of kid that. Did if daddy I, if drink? I got Did tired, daddy take off his belt? Wow. Were you hiding? Wow. He's dead, bro. Behave yourself. Um, 
No, the table's pushed up. We're having a big family dinner. You're going to play the dead dad card all the time, aren't you? (laughs) Well, you start taking the piss out of my dead dad, yeah. (laughs) All right, Um, okay. So I can't take the piss out of the queen. I can't take the piss out of your dad. Who's dead that I can insult? Literally anyone else. You can take the piss out of the queen. It's just those two. You can take the piss out of the queen. It's just you weren't that happy about it That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I was fine with it earlier. I just played God Save the Queen afterwards. There's a couple of comments that I didn't feel, I felt were a little unsavoury. <laughs> no, you can say whatever you like about the Queen. You might not get knighted, but, you know, I doubt you're very worried about that. I feel like I'm probably quite low down on the list. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, I fell asleep under this dining room table we're currently podcasting on. Uh, and I remember waking up to everyone counting down. Uh, fair enough. I mean, do, what did you do for New Year's this year? Do you remember? I uh, had an early night with Leanne. Yeah, me too. We went to bed at it like was half weird. ten. It was weird that I, you <laughs> never saw me in the room. Well, not, normally you're in the cupboard, aren't you? That's why we normally tell you. I know. I was, I was on the other side of the bed. Really? Sneaky, sneaky. Oh, wow. Sneaky, sneaky. Who's, who was sleeping on that side of the bed, Jake? Well, I thought it was Leanne, but there were a couple of telltale signs that did make me wonder. The thing is, it's difficult. It's funny that you I, find I it tell difficult you, so to tell who, the whoever I was next to. Woman well, whoever I was next to turned over at one point, and I thought I recognised that bumhole. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that before in a picture. Yeah, and I just, you know, I mean, for the listeners out there, what you really want to know is, yes, I do always sleep naked. Yeah. Do you actually sleep naked though? No, <laughs> pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just just, pants. just in your pants. Yeah, me yeah. too. If it's really cold, I might put a shirt and some me too. Again, it's weird that I sleep in your pants. You're some people say that, but <laughs> well, I just give roomy. you my old one. For me, they're roomy. Yeah, yeah, there's room to breathe. There is for me. Mm. You know, and we Especially know I need the accommodation. We know I need the accommodation. Yeah, yeah for your massive that. girth and length. Just for the huge, I sort of wrap it round myself, yeah. and then hold it in place with your pants yeah, you use it as a flotation device I've heard sometimes yeah. sometimes it's a bit weird when I do it's a bit weird when I do the swimming lessons and I'm like grab onto this kids <laughs> oh dear yeah just to so clear do you remember just what I said earlier about one of us would <laughs> just, slip just which clarify, one of us would slip up no children have ever touched my penis <laughs> the problem is you keep making jokes about it <laughs> have made like a number of jokes of, not just in this episode the whole course of the yeah. podcast we go back over like what three if we years, ever make four it years big, of podcasting i will ask one of our viewers or all of them to just sift through all of the episodes and find and count any. how many times i've made yeah. but like make a montage of it <laughs> be easy to just count the times i've touched kids <laughs> which is zero for the record zero okay jesus Right, I don't know what's what. You keep doing this to me today. You I'm keep so saying sorry. Saying stuff that just I'm makes so me. Sorry. I don't know. The only other thing that I had to say was like <laughs> the. Did you see the ridiculousness of the Logan Paul and KSI drink Prime? What about it? That it was supposedly in such high demand that there were a few corner shops selling it for like upwards of a hundred pound a can. Yeah, it's crazy. But the thing is, if you get kids into interested into something that much, then it happens, doesn't it? We should merchandise something towards kids, and I see now. <laughs> <laughs> we're in some dangerous territory Do you now. remember a couple of seasons ago there was this growing narrative that I was a misogynist and <laughs> yes. that I hated women? Yeah, I remember it because it was fueled by me. Yeah. I remember it. And so is this. I, I'm, I'm not doing <laughs> anything. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, it is dangerous to talk about to you joke brought about up touching the subject kids and, and then, then say, it to touch and then 30 <laughs> seconds later say, in all seriousness, we should target children. <laughs> 
Jake in like, every marketing meeting. I do, let's target let's children. Kids, let's get the kids, guys. You're the Pied Piper of Cross Sports, aren't you? I do see how it sounds. Was the Pied Piper the one that used to go after kids? Yeah, well, he lured, or was it well, he, lured, he lured the rats. But no, he also lured the kids. Skin I'm thinking of. I don't it? know what Rumpelstiltskin did. Didn't he do the thing with the <laughs> wheel the of war? spinny wheel, yeah. yeah. But I feel well, like Piper definitely. He he. There was kids involved. He, he was paid Piper. to take the rats away, right? But the town oh, so didn't, took the kids away, but, didn't they? But the town didn't pay him. Yeah, they went fuck you. You've done the job. So he came back and took the kids. <laughs> Are you telling me that that story doesn't accurately describe how you would have behaved? I'm not saying it doesn't. <laughs> we've established that I'm pet. What we haven't established that I'm a paedophile, <laughs> but we have established that I'm petty. <laughs> but I would not resort to paedophilia out of pettiness. I hope not. Just hope to be very clear. I'm going to make something quite clear, bro. Don't result to paedophilia in any Can way. Imagine if we, if any we get to a certain level of notoriety and, and we're like, <laughs> we need some legal representation and just one, all of them were like, I've heard your stuff. That's too much work. We can't do I it. I can't represent you that. You admit to too much. They're like, this guy pointing at me being the like, is, nightmare. You're setting Quagmire. yourself up for a situation where you haven't actually touched children. Let's make that clear. But that you've talked about it so much that someone, if we have enough it's just money, assumed. it's just going to go... Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're like, fucking silence him, Jake. But then, you know, we can clip that soundbite. <laughs> that sounded really bad. We can clip that soundbite where I say, I haven't touched... This is like that fucking... Do you know in Always Sunny in Philadelphia? When he's like... The implication. When, no, when, it, when Danny DeVito is holding the little beauty pageant for mm. kids and they're like oh the last guy had to get we had to get rid of him because he was like touching the kids or whatever and he was like oh shit i need to make sure the guys know i'm not touching kids so he's like i'm help me write a song do not touch do not diddle kids kiddling dids is bad and they look at him and they go if there's one way to make sure that they think you're diddling their kids it's to write a song where you say i'm not diddling your kids <laughs> i feel like that is this i feel like i've said no too much I feel like you've talked about touching kids too much. <laughs> I had to clarify the cl- I had to clarify the clarification. The, the clarification. Is, you've talked about it so much. I don't know if people are going to get the message. I think people are going to come out of this episode saying, "I can't let Jake go anywhere near my children," and I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't. I don't, I've got no interest in your. Like, just to be clear, <laughs> I mean, I love kids. <laughs> Big kid lover. For any women out there who want to get on the dating thing. You're actively seeking single. Uh, I actually don't mind. I actually quite like mothers. it. Like some kids are actually just good fun. <laughs> yeah, they but, are. Mm, you know. You got anything else? You must have some stuff. Uh, Look at all those I'm, notes. I'm just making a note of uh, not to let you meet my nephews. <laughs> um, uh, would you take ten grand? Yes, but. <laughs> Done. Wrapped up. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't even say it. I don't even know if the audio listeners would have heard that. That wasn't the actual question. It just felt right. (laughs) Would would I take 10 grand? Well, someone random in the world dies. Oh, yes. People randomly die all the time. What difference does it make to me? Somewhere right now. How many times would you do it? Every time. I was going to do the Bono thing. I loved that the joke. joke that's such up. a good joke, though. That, that's such a well, good you joke. You gotta tell the joke then. Oh, for the audio it's, listeners, it's Bono on stage at a concert. That and he sort of goes right. We go quiet, and he says, "Listen, he says, you know, Afri- in- an African children is dying every like thirty seconds. Every time I click my fingers, an African child, an African dies. child dies, and he does it again. And one bloke in the crowd says, well, stop fucking clicking your fingers, then you selfish cunt.' I mean, yeah. obviously, you know." Yeah. 
The implication being that I'm going to explain this joke. The implication being that every time Bono clicks his fingers, <laughs> that's the cause child. of death. <laughs> Someone off stage. I love that idea. Off stage. So you like, started off about touching kids, and now it's killing kids. Yes, but very specifically. No, I'm not killing. Bono's killing kids. I'm not killing kids. <laughs> All your stories seem to involve children. <laughs> Um, <laughs> go on, ten grand. Someone, yeah, somebody. Would you? How many times would no, you do hang it? On, would you? No. How many times would I do it? Like a lot. <laughs> like someone ran. Because what the? You know, you're obviously there's a kind of implication here that it's someone just walking down the street. Boop, drops dead. Right? Well, no, they would. No, but what if it's just someone on a ventilator in a hospital who's on their way out? You anyway? can't make that decision. No, I can't. It's no, I don't know. <laughs> But it could be your head, mum. In my head, I can settle it as being... It could be your mum. What if your mum dropped dead the second the 10 grand hit your Well, I'd be getting more than 10 grand if my mum dies. She's very rich. We've established that. <laughs> the 10 grand just so covers the, the funeral. <laughs> the payoff, you know, financially is worth it. <laughs> um, I just want to clarify because my mum sometimes listen. I love you, mum. Please don't die. <laughs> No, but that's the risk you're taking by taking the money. Yeah, fuck it. I don't know who dies. I can cl- <laughs> I can clear it in my head. I can justify it as it's someone that was about to die anyway. Would you? <laughs> so you'd never take it? it uh, n- no. Man, we're going to live very different lifestyles when I'm like... <laughs> I just don't think I could get past that because I don't know who it is. They could be someone doing... Like, could be a surgeon. Do you know what I mean? Someone who does really He's in the right stuff. place. He drops they're dead. Well, they're well suited to look after dead people. Wow. So, but you just do it an unlimited amount of times, would you? No, not well, what amount of money would you stop at? Because <laughs> let's work out how Enough much. to pay off a house. So, what sort of house do you want to live in, Jake? I'm going to say, let's call it half a mil. So, how many times, times is that? You'd kill 50 people. No, it wouldn't be 50 times. 500 times. 500 people. No, it'd be 50. It'd be 50 times. 50 times, I'd kill 50 people, yeah. Really? Yeah. Just to buy a house? Yeah. <laughs> 50 people that were going to die anyway, as far you as I'm concerned. You don't know that, no, though. But you don't know that it's not. <laughs> what if I specify that it's not people that were already dying? Well, then I'd never do it. <laughs> Interesting. That's all you need. Yeah, well, if it's I the know possibility that, it's not, that it could be someone who's it's the unknown. Died. I can square it in my mind. I can be like, yeah, someone that was dying anyway. <laughs> if you had to have sex with a cartoon character, who would it be? It would have been so much funnier if I could have just gone bang without thinking about it, wouldn't it? <laughs> Do you know what I wanted you to say? Something like Dora the Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> that monkey looking fine, no? That monkey looking fine. Wow. No, that's how um, that's how Ebola started. We must stop that. Uh, no, not Ebola. AIDS, supposedly, wouldn't it? Also, it just feels risky to say it in general. Um, have you got one you would? Uh, the first one that came to mind when I saw the question was Jessica Rabbit. Yeah? Yeah. But then I landed on Miss Incredible. Miss, Mrs. Incredible? Um, um, yeah, the Elasti- Elastigirl. Elastigirl. Mm. Yeah. I'd tap that. Yeah, well, but so, the UK. <laughs> come on, be a professional now. Oh, come God. on, come on. <laughs> the UK is building its own Rushmore, Mount Rushmore. Yep. Who are your four figures? Do they have to be political, or can they be? Be any anyone at, you Attenborough, oh. straight on there. 
Good shout. No fucking around. Good shout. Atom Bro is on there. There's a few that I really like, but I'll, I'll admit <laughs> them for personal. Yeah. Well, I, I love Miru Margulies. But wow. I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have her on the. Oh, okay, much I was going like, to say, I that's a uh, um, high praise. Attenborough. Attenborough, much loved, much loved. Who would I go for? Who would I go for? Tough one. Boris Johnson. Tough one. Uh, I think you and I both know the answer to that. <laughs> um, see, before the before the guitar thing, Beckham. Since the yeah, guitar thing, it, not so it's much. It's funny that. Yeah. Not so much. Joe Lysett. I'd happily have him on the. Oh, I'd that's have not him on, a I'd bad have him on the shout. Rushmore. That is not a bad shout. He's a good egg. Um, who would I have on? Who's your? Have you got four? I've, Freddie Mercury came to mind. Or we could just have four out of the five Spice Girls. Mug <laughs> one and Moth. Freddie, we know yeah, who we're mugging off, don't we? Freddie's good. It's the guitar thing by association. Oh. By proxy. Oh, no, just, she seems like the novice. She's the one who never wanted to come back. Do you know what I mean? I don't mind her. She's not the one I'd have married. No. But she's all right. You'd have married baby. I'd see, no, see again. We're just judging women. <laughs> um, so we've got a lot about Rushmore so far. We've got David Ambra, Joe Lysett. And Mercury, Freddie, Freddie Mercury, Big we need Fred. one more. Who would we have? Who would we have? What about the Dench? We haven't got any women on I there. I wouldn't mind. It. I, wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, they're all white as well. If we're being, <laughs> you know, let's be fair. Why does it always have to be about race with you? I don't have to be. I just chose to make it on this occasion. Yeah, I'd have Judy Dench. Right, so we've gone for Edinburgh. Judy Dench, Joe Lysett. Do you know who I might have instead of Joe Lysett just because I think it would He's look... He's not quite big look, enough, is he? It would he look yet? brilliantly awkward. Louis Theroux. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Louis deserves to be up there. I like Louis. Don't get me wrong. No, you're not sure he should, should be there. Is he... Would you call him a, like a cult? I guess he sort of is, isn't he? I think he's a national treasure. Yeah. I I really like his interviewing style, I have to say. It's very... I love how awkwardly awkward yeah. he is it brings um, people it very cleverly brings people out of themselves because they feel like well he plays himself in they this feel like they've got the upper because they feel like they've got the upper hand on yeah him. and yeah. i've heard other people say they think that's more calculated and deceitful than it lets on and i just think that's who he is i don't think, I think that's who he is and i think he's um, it works for him so why would he change it he gets yeah, great I, results i think if we're going for diversity we can't really choose louis Farouk. okay i'll tell you he's an early contender who well, i really am one a, of the white who people. i really am a fan of I really like Stormzy. Not um, just for what Stormzy's he likes for the music, there. but he has progressed musically, has evolved musically, and yeah, I always no, love people I'm that do that. Seeing him but in what he does outside of it, I'm such a fan of. He I've always never comes seen an so interview cool, with him I don't chill, like. Yeah. funny, and he does a lot for community work around the country, particularly oh, in I'm, the I'm in for that, like Stormzy, absolutely. So we've gone for Stormzy, The Dench, uh, Attenborough, and Mercury. I think that's pretty decent. Okay. Right. That's, a good, that's a good lineup. Right now, I've pulled myself back together. It might be a good time to say our goodbyes. Time to say goodbye. I don't know if that's the next line. No, I've, believe it or not, I don't speak Latin. In our family, we always used to say it was Punani Pastrami. What you a toilet attendant family? <laughs> I don't know why that came out. No Armani, no Punani. <laughs> no pastrami. No pastrami, <laughs> <laughs> no Punani. No Do you know what, though? That's a rule that served me well. Women like to be fed. Yeah. They like to be fed sausage. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
You've walked a very dangerous line this podcast, Jack. I think I've obliterated the line in my um, own opinion. But if you want the people to complain to us about how you've obliterated the line, Jake, where should they do that? Uh, Small Dick Energy and GetOutLife.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's an alternative account I have. We, do you know what? Some bloke was emailing me a picture of his fucking car the other day on that. What? Yeah, on that on that email account. What, on our Crossing Tools one? No, on the Small Dick Get a Life. <laughs> You said some bloke was yeah. sending us a picture it's, of his it's car. An, it's an Andrew Tate joke. It's a, it's a Greta Thunberg <laughs> oh, Andrew Tate joke. Mate, I'm far too gone for that now. So, it, it, um, it was sophisticated and witty, but we won't we won't dwell on it. We'll just, yeah. you know. Um, I think one day I'm going to make that Rushmore. But Why not? Um, keep up the good work is all I can say. I think the only <laughs> way I'd make Rushmore is if they decided to make it like one of those commemorative walls what where everyone gets a plaque. What would you have to do between now and the day you die? To be worthy of being on the British Rushmore, like, well, it's a bit too. Stop touching children, but I know I know because that implies that I do. (laughs) I would have had to have like saved the Queen's life. I'd have to have died (laughs) saving the Queen. Well, the King. It's a bit late now. Yeah, that's why I said the chance is gone. No, 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 but obviously, you don't think there's anything else you could do. Charlie's not as liked as Liz. Ah, fair enough. You know, let's let's throw that out there. Monarchy is on its way downhill. What if you? Shot the, Queen, the Queen, I'm not going to dwell on this all night, but the Queen has never <laughs> once told someone that she wants to be a tampon because she wants to be inside them. Fair enough. You know what? She had that class about her Yeah, that Charles just doesn't. Yeah, I get that. We're going to get shut down, aren't we? Yeah, the Secret Service so. going to come and get us. Um, and for those who want to shut us down, you can do so <laughs> by going to our Twitter <laughs> page at Swords Crossing, Facebook at Crossing Swords, on Instagram, it's Crossing Swords underscore podcast. And you can even email us, Jake. And you can do that at crossingswords19 at gmail.com. I do. I send you a frequent dick pics. Always. Normally just to WhatsApp. Or I just ask signal. you, is this is this colour normal? Yeah. That's what I kind of... And, and see, I always give you the same I've, answer. And I've brought it full circle. We're yeah. back to the beginning. Yeah. And Jake's uh, alopecia. That's testicles. what I bring. That's what I bring. I do shave. <coughs> if we're being really honest about my, my genital situation. Yeah. As we were at the start. It's not what I'm concerned about. I have to shave now. It's too white. The hair's really don't like it. Yeah, fair enough. Like old it's not man Willie. No, not really. Oh, fair enough. You sort of adjust. Yeah, but I've forgotten what I was saying. Well, well you can watch we'll us on just YouTube. Say goodbye, mate. You can follow us on YouTube. Yeah, like you and can subscribe. follow us on YouTube. Wherever you listen to this podcast, please like and subscribe. Leave a message, yeah. like a review. Please do. Not just a message. Don't just be yeah. like you know, hi Jill, yeah, how you doing? Be a but legend. Be. Just uh, the odd share here and there goes a long way. Get it on does. It. And Share also let us know him. if you liked, we did a clip video or like a teaser trailer for the episode last week. Um, we're going to hopefully continue to do those uh, and hopefully it will improve as well. So let us know what you think. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, And we'll see you soon. And just to clarify before we go, <laughs> right, okay, just to, just to clarify. Tread carefully here, Jake. I think personally, it, it's too late now, but you should have cut me off mid-sentence. <laughs> That's been much funnier. But just clarify, I don't and have never touched children. Great. Bye. Bye.